When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. And the people with whom you should be talking real money are right here, right now for you. Me, Don McDonald in Florida, and him over there, Tom Cock, in uh, snowy western Washington. Yeah, this pile it up. Keep let it, it coming, snow, let it snow. Yeah. Just, you know, Truck you, it on you, in. You were complaining about no mail delivery. Look at the bright side. Is there ever anything in the mailbox that's any good? That's good. Yeah, my newspaper from like Wednesday, if you don't mind. I'm sorry. If really you like to read that three day old news, you if know, you would so. just get with the times and read the darn stuff online, like everybody I do, else. I do both. I do both, but yeah, I feel like I, I miss stuff when it's not in printed form right in front of me. I'm I don't just, miss. I'm a old darn school. Thing. I'm from the old old school. I'm sorry. So. Yeah, you're from the way too old school for your age. How did you get no. to be 85 at 60-something? I don't know. That's I just, just one of those things. It's a mental it's, problem. It's, 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 you know, you even like older music. That's true. I do. I don't get it. All right. The swing years. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of old people. Yeah. A lot of uh, old people, like us and older, uh, have discovered that they made some big mistakes when they were younger. There's a big surprise, huh? <laughs> a recent study was done by uh, an economist at Hebrew University in Jerusalem and another one at Wharton. Wharton in Pretty Pennsylvania. Place. Yeah. yeah. They uh, talked to older Americans about financial regret. Over the age of 50. Over the age of 50. And, <laughs> and this is... This is no surprise. This is no surprise. The number one financial regret yes. was not having saved enough money. 57% wish they'd saved more. And by the way, I wish I had saved more. Me too. Yeah. No, I mean, I look at my situation. I wish I, there, and there were opportunities to do so. And now in my later years, I, I'm doing a better job of it. It's all automated too. Of course, it comes out of the check, blah, blah, blah. You get the match. It's gone. Well, and you know, I that, wish I had done the, more than this survey was sure. people who were over fifty. So those that are just over fifty or under sixty-five or yeah. sixty. Hey, let me explain something to you. <laughs> yes. Neither Tom nor I had much of anything saved prior to age fifty because no, we were serial entrepreneurs, and that's true. And serial yes. entrepreneurs are, are, have boom bust cycles. So to speak, they definitely do. <laughs> Boom, so we've had we've uh, had them both. But but let us tell you from experience that if you knuckle down, if you put your uh, shoulder to the wheel, your nose to the proverbial grindstone, yes, that which you wealth, can see I have wealth can be built enough wealth to retire yeah. comfortably. It's not a, way, it ain't average, over. No, the average age uh, in this survey is seventy two. So. Uh, yeah, 57% said they wish to save more. That was number one. Number two is a bit of a surprise for me. 40% said they wish they had purchased long-term care insurance. 
I think that now, in, I don't in large know if part, I think I get that necessarily. I think because they wish they had it. Right, they wish they had it. They haven't before. used it yet. Yeah. Right, but they, but they. I think it's more of a. You know, it used to be pretty cheap before the insurance companies found out how expensive we were to take care of. And, Bingo. And and so they had to raise the prices, and and I don't want to pay those higher prices. So therefore, my regret is I didn't buy it when it was cheap. Well, you didn't buy it when it was cheap because you didn't think you'd need it because you were young. Right. I think that's those are all fair things. Yeah. Right. Sure. And I don't know. Short. Here's the reason I don't want to have it because I just feel like it's difficult to. It just feels complicated. It feels, and it doesn't feel like necessarily you have it doesn't mean you're going to be okay either. By the no, way, no, it doesn't. As a matter of fact, I've seen it. Some of the new work. hybrid products well, pay yeah. only have very limited daily payments. They only pick up like you know hundred dollars a day, and any more. I was reading an article on long term care recently, where they were talking about. $10,000 a month long-term memory care in some facilities is nothing more than a room with a locked door. Which side's the lock on? On the outside. Oh, okay. I'd prefer not to spend that kind of money on that kind of room. Uh, number three, this is kind of interesting. And I don't know if I understand if this is a finan- I guess it's a financial decision that it makes sense. 37% said they regret not working longer. So I guess they meant that they retired too soon. They could have saved more or, or not had to draw their sure savings. I'm not sure because it's such working. a short paragraph that Brent Aarons yeah. from uh, Barron's did. But I, I think part of it, there may be a, a combination because I have talked, I have a lot of friends who are fully retired and they regret not having something to do. That's the thing. So don't don't regret if you're younger. Start planning. Really, the, it all boils down to not having a plan, which is what we repeat over and over again. We'll be back. 855-935-TALK. That's our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, welcome back to our get-together radio show and podcast called Talking Real Money, where we, guess what? Talk real money. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And waiting patiently on our super spectacular money line is Gina. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Um, I need to make some financial decisions, and I'm not really sure what kind of advisor I should see if it's a, a fiduciary that you guys talk about or a tax attorney, CPA, all the above. Um, and basically the scenario is I am a one of four partners in an LLC. I'm getting ready to retire at the end of next year. At that time, I can sell out, you know, have a, a complete buyout of my, my shares, or I can retain 10% um, for 10 years and be like a silent partner, basically, and and receive um, profit sharing during that time, mm-hmm. um, which sounds like a good deal. But I'm just not sure of all the tax implications, capital gains, uh, legal agreements. You know, do I do I need to kind of seek advice from multiple yeah, people? You, or, you or will not. Kind of and I, honestly, I don't think it's from. Do do it? I don't think it's from a financial advisor yet. 
uh, because yeah. y- you, this is a CPI, uh, oh, actually, probably a tax. Well, now, right, but our firm, for example, has advisors, and we have CPAs in it, so you could get one. Well, stop. true, I mean, yeah. We're not the but only. But you also need that, somebody. That, you need somebody who, though, you, you can have an attorney in here. I think. I think you're going to have to have them yeah. work the agreement. Where Where are you? Uh, where do you? Uh, what state do you live in? Washington. Okay. I mean, another thing now to consider, too, is, of course, we have this wonderful 7% capital gains tax in the great state of Washington that will start being collected, I guess, the first of the year for whatever gains in the uh, year 2022. And, uh, yeah, you need, you, you, Don's right. You need a lawyer. And a you need a CPA. And sometimes I'd say they're an advisor, one the same. too, because, well, because you got to make some decisions about whether to keep some of this money in the firm or cash it all yeah, out. There, yeah. There's some aspects of that. So, um, yes, to all of those, if you don't know somebody, then I think a reasonable place still to start would be a 100% fiduciary advisor because they will have relationships. That's true. With They'll those know other some of the people. other people. Yeah. That exactly. Is a good point. Even if good they're point. not in house. So they will, and they'll be required to put your interests ahead of theirs. So I think that's a reasonable place to start. But you're right. You need a multiple disciplinary approach. Multiple. I agree okay. with Tom. Okay. Yeah. And a fiduciary could help me figure out, like, do I amortize that? You know, like if I finance the buy, if I give the terms on the buyout, I could get the interest as well, et cetera, yep. et cetera. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of moving They're going to help right? you crunch so all those numbers. The CPA is going to yeah. help you determine what your best tax direction is. And the attorney is going to walk you through the confusion of the paperwork and making sure that all the I's and <laughs> and T's are properly yeah, dotted there's, there's, and crossed. There's some work to be done uh, here. So, uh, But I would look, but, but yeah. here's again the key. I should probably start key. now since I have a year to do yep. it. The key, the key, mm-hmm. the key. Yep. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com okay. slash help because that has all the okay. stuff you all need right. to vet people. You've got to vet them because there are a lot of people who are half lying. They're saying- well, everyone will tell you they can take care of the situation. Yeah. But Every, they, oh, yeah, I got and, this. And, but be, so many people right. will say, yes, I am a fiduciary. The key word that has to be attached to a fiduciary is always yeah. a fiduciary. Most of the people who manage money in the United States are not always required to act as a fiduciary. As a matter of fact, the last time a study was done, it was 1%. So you can pretty well see the odds are not in your favor. So, yeah, again, TalkingRealMoney.com so backslash help. Good luck to you. Thanks for the call. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Gosh, my my voice broke a little bit. bit, bit yeah, you sound like you're yeah. 14 again I was 14. There, so. I, I wish. No, I don't wish. 13. 14, 13, 14. No. Miserable. No, no, not, no, doing, no. not doing that again. No, no. 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 35, 40, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say 40. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say 40. I might do 40 but again. Not, not teenagers. No. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. John. Thanks for doing just that, and welcome to our little show. Hey, John. Hey, Tom. Hey, John. Hey, Don. This is uh, the guy at the old stock certificates I heard. Oh! Yeah, my question on the show. It's the old stock certificate guy. He's calling. He wants to make the trade with Washington Are you Mutual making the trade with Brothers. Tom for Washington John, Mutual stock? That, I got it. I'll meet you. We'll get it all done this afternoon. Get everything signed and taken care of. Okay, well, that's the best offer I've had so far, so... Anyway, don't the, yeah, take it. These, don't. Uh, the certificates are legitimate. 
they're they're um, they're legitimate, and I had um, walked them into Charles Schwab a couple months ago, and I the person manning the door, you know, waited on us, and he's the least experienced in the whole shop, and uh, he goes, Warner Brothers, oh yeah, they're part of AT&T, and then he looked up, like, what one share of AT&T was worth, and she goes, oh, that's worth, like, $32. The guy's an idiot. The the guy you met at Schwab was an absolute idiot. That's not right at all, not in any way, shape, or form. I'm going to say something that is almost sacrilege. I am. I'm going to speak sacrilege. Uh-oh. Do I have to hold my ears on this one? I am one? going to speak sacrilege. The problem is the discount brokerage firms do not have live staffs. They just don't. So here's what I would suggest. You're going to probably end up paying a little bit. Yeah. But to find out what it's really worth, oh, gosh, who do you bank with? Who do you, who do you bank with? Oh, like I bank with maybe federal credit. No, nah, that won't work. Okay. Yeah. okay, what I would look for is well, somewhere have... somewhere in your neighborhood, look for Morgan yeah. Stanley or Merrill Lynch. Sadly, that I is I know, I hate saying this, okay. but they right. will have in their offices yeah. trading mm-hmm. desks. They'll know how to do the research to figure They'll all this out. They'll know how okay. to do the research yeah. because my guess is that one share oh. of Warner Brothers... If, if, again, there was not a subsequent bankruptcy, and I am not aware of one, I went and looked, but if there was no subsequent bankruptcy, then Warner Brothers okay. stock since then has split and split and split. Right. They many, paid many dividends. Yeah. They, oh, have yeah. been, mm-hmm. uh, they have been acquired by other companies for super califragilistic prices. And yeah. so somewhere, my guess, guess, this is an abject guess, is that that certificate is probably okay. worth 5 to six figures. That may well be. Yeah. Oh, I think wow. that's reasonable in, in 90 years. That's I reasonable. absolutely believe yeah. that is likely to be the case, which will get the folks at Merrill or Morgan Stanley salivating over this opportunity. <laughs> They're going to look at you like, oh boy. And yeah. then once you yeah, get it into your yeah. Merrill account or your Morgan Stanley account, immediately liquidate it and take it to your discount brokerage account at Schwab. Well, no, you got to be careful with that until you have all the cost basis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you got to do all that. And who yeah. owned it and who how you got that. it and all that. A lot yeah. of work. So, but I, I would eventually then move it out. But they can do it. I was with Morgan $32, Stanley. $32, We really? did it. $32, yeah. It's not the current price. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. So, those of you who are over 50, which is a lot of our audience, what's your biggest financial regret? What's the one thing you look back and you go, oh, man, I wish I'd done that? Give us or a call. hadn't done that. Yeah, give us a call and, and <laughs> tell us. We'd like to know. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I can hear a lot of younger uh, investors saying, my biggest regret? Oh, yeah. Bitcoin at $67,000. That, that's, yeah. It's now at 16, S- 16 or whatever it is. Yeah. Headed uh, but we were talking direction. about yeah. a, a, an article by Brett Ahrens in, in Barron's. And he Aaron's was Barron's? he was looking at a survey that was done about the biggest regret of older Americans, financial regret. And we talked about the first two. One, what, number one was 
not saving enough. Yeah, wish 60% of people wish they had saved more. But number two surprised us, and that was they regretted not buying long-term care insurance. Yeah, which I, you make a good point. It may be the fact that they're waking up now at 70 and saying, gosh, I wish I had paid for that 20 years ago. Yeah, when it was cheap. Because I can't. But number get it now. three, and this one is really, really interesting because it's a topic we discuss ad nauseum almost. And people in the industry <laughs> used to, to discuss it not at all. Yeah. Period. And that is ever. the regret is <laughs> not working longer. Yeah. And then number four, this surprises the heck out of me. Nah, I think this is no. I'd really go ahead and say it. No, not at all. Okay. A third of older Americans regret not putting more money in a in an annuity contract. A guaranteed lifetime income. annuity because I think people still at 70 wish they had a guaranteed source of income. Now, what they may not realize is they do. They just have to build the annuity or have somebody build the annuity for them. In other words, our clients get money from their portfolios. It's in, we we send a certain amount every month. Yeah. That's but an annuity. It's, not, it's just not a guaranteed an annuity. annuity. Exactly. So people still think, oh, I'm taking a big. No, nah, you're. We've already talked about the trade offs there. I think the next one is more fascinating. And it's getting better from the numbers I see on a regular basis. Ladies and basis. gentlemen, number five. Number five is uh, 23% of those uh, Americans surveyed over the age of 50 regret claiming Social Security too early. Yeah. it's And it's still. It's still one out of three people that basically take it at about the time they can get it at 62, which is absolute. And well, okay, now, all right, if you have to have the money or your health or we're not going to live long, I get that. No argument. But most people just think, oh, I just I just I, I turn 62. I take the money without considering many of them that they're working and they're going to pay a lot of tax on it without considering that you get a huge raise every month, by the way, that you wait to take the benefit. And that if you wait until age 70, the numbers, well, we talked about this. At my full retirement age, my benefit is about $3,100. If I wait the additional three years, basically, it's going to be $4,100 a month. That is a big difference because it basically is that same number for however long I live. Right. Yeah, there's going to be some inflation at it. But in a general sense, that's the number. So I'm glad people are regretting this. I'm hope they're telling their neighbors, look, don't do what I did because that was a bad decision. American leaves billions of dollars every year that should be theirs, but they don't think it through. It's a very big decision. It's a big decision, but I can see why people lean toward the early because we just, you know, sometimes I think about it. I am at FRA right now. I'm full yeah. retirement age. This month or last month. I would have said, seeing you today, that you're past that, but that's just me. Well, you know, I don't look as good as I did before the surgery. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, oh, you're going to make me feel bad uh -huh, now. Yeah. Come on. Well, of course, that's my job. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I've thought about it at times. I go, well, what happens if, you know, I've got, I know I have an aneurysm, for example. You yeah. know, I may not, why Why would, I can take 3000 today, over 3000 yep. today, or or I can take Wait Basically, three, the same. Yeah. Wait three and a half About years four. and take yep. four. You know, yeah. What? I can see why that. You question, gotta live the ten years. You or gotta live work. the ten years. So. If you don't, then you're gonna call us and get mad, and I'm gonna say I, I gave you the best advice I could. Sorry. Yeah, so, because that's the next thing they're working on with the iPhone is uh, phone calls from hell. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Because it's kind of critical to your life. You you need money. We want to help you get it, keep it, save it, invest it. Not give it to somebody who's not going to give it back. Uh, all that stuff. And the best way we can help you is you calling us and telling us what we can help you with. Oh, and so you can do that just by calling us at 855-935-TALK. And you can call that number during the show, which is now, or Saturday, noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. Or you can call anytime and leave your question on the cloud-based answering machine. There are no more answering machines. <laughs> There's not one sitting in the no, corner. No, no, Thank no, you for calling no Talking Real Money. I got uh, nothing. Yeah. Matter of okay. fact, it was funny. I was looking for a, a, a an audio recorder. You know how hard those are to find? Because it's in your phone now. Just, yeah. It's a standalone. Just, you mean like a tape recorder? Well, except not tape. Just digital right, just audio digital recorder. recorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. And uh, here is a call that was left on the line. Now, listen carefully, Tom, because he does have a thick accent. Okay. And I I, I don't totally, I heard it, but there was other noise, so oh. we're going to try oh, it from gosh. scratch. Here we okay. go. Hey, uh, I received email from the company I work for asking me to enroll in Growing Together plan, saying that they can invest 25 to $500 per month. The investment will be used to acquire notional units for each three units purchased, I will receive one free, and the company will guarantee that I will receive back what I put in, so I cannot lose money. Can I have your opinion on that? Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, this is very complicated. I know yeah, what he's I don't talking know about. I, it. Oh, you it's, do? Okay, I don't know if I know. Well, it's a stock purchase. In his own oh, company? In his own company. And yeah. it's it, it's basically the no, the no, the notional units are a way to value an under, notional notional yes okay. notional All right. yeah oh and then they're convertible okay, into into other into other units that are convertible into stock. Setting are, all that yeah, aside right. for a moment, just okay. for a moment. Yes. Okay. Please set it aside. I work at XYZ Corporation. Correct. Right. Yes, you do. And I my job is that what is they've changed the name to? That? <laughs> it was easier to remember. X Y Z. Well, my job is obviously dependent on that company, right? Yes, it is. Your income, yeah. your income, yeah. my income, your uh, your your intellectual capital is invested yeah. in your business, in your company. Correct. You work for. Yes, I get it. And mm-hmm. now, and now, you want to add in your retirement, your investing, your all the other stuff, that as well. This is one of my arguments always about company stock in 401k plans or even RSUs or all the rest of this because it creates this con- internal conflict for people. Because if I work there, I don't care how bad it looks for, and the aforementioned Washington Mutual, I'm, I had friends that did this. They stuck it out to the end. They were sure it would be turned around. Something yep. will happen. And run people too. Because you believe it. Same thing, right up to the last day. Should we sell our stock? No. So I don't, I don't, as a general rule, I own nothing about this particular program, but as a general rule, I don't do, I don't recommend it. Well, and here's the thing. Yeah, there, there may be some upside, but, and the, the risk, there, there is literally, it, it, there's a lot of risk involved in this. 
Because the company promises to make you whole if this doesn't work. Well, what's their promise worth? Right. If how, they go how bankrupt, they how are they going to pay you? You won't be way up the list of creditors. And you'll be way down the list, as a matter of fact. You'll be near the bottom of the list. Whereas as an employee, if you didn't put that twenty-five to five hundred dollars a paycheck into this, that would you would be a creditor. You would be a very high like, creditor. It's like making a bet on any individual stock. I don't believe in that either. I would take that same money if you can and mm-hmm. invest in a globally diversified portfolio. Yeah, this is just this is just a way to gamble. This is just a way to gamble with slightly reduced risk. But it's only it's several steps below an insurance company's guarantee, way below that, uh, and just miles below a U.S. government guarantee. It's not a guarantee. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. And holy cow, Tom. Yes. Don't we call me ha- a cow. We have a lot of calls to get to after this okay. break. Okay. Then I'm here ready to go. I'm it is the ready. lightning round of talking real money coming up. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the lightning round of Talking Real Money. In this segment of the program, there will be no small talk. We will move from caller to caller very quickly and hopefully answer all that we can in a very limited amount of time. Starting with, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Shirley. Shirley, come on down. Yes, I have a comment about you were asking people what regrets they have regarding their money. Yes, ma'am. I'm a 95-year-old widow, and my comment may surprise you. I regret not having spent more money. When you get older, you don't have too many interests in life, and the government takes your your money in taxes. I was Thinking I was going to get a raise on my Social Security this year, and because my income is more than they think I should have, I'm not. I'm going to pay get less money this year. So there are a lot of drawbacks to saving money when you're young. Spend it and enjoy it while your family is. Young. Okay, that's an I interesting that's regret. One. That's a fascinating. No, and, I, agree. and I tell people this all the time. You live a life. Clients all the time. Well, be, no, and people have a tendency they get in the saving mood. They never can kind of get out of oh. that mode. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Absolutely. absolutely. Don't spend your life trying to save have fun. every dollar. Yep. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you so much, Shirley. Oh, we appreciate that. God bless you. Moving right along, Larry. It's your turn. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Um, I'm 72 years old, retired since I was 56. I went out on medical. I'm in a stable value fund through finality, getting about 2.5% to 2. I've been drawing on that since I retired, and I got probably 340000 left. And I'm wondering if I should I'd like to should I stay with finality or go with a different company to 
maybe get a little bit better than two and a half percent on my return. It's not. It's not the custodian. Yeah, it has nothing to here. do with fidelity. It has to do with the product you're in. You're in a stable value fund. The goal of a stable value yeah. fund is to remain stable. The price not move around, not right. move Up around. But are are you willing to either do more work or take increased risk to get a higher return? Well, I don't not not maybe a little risk, but not not a huge risk. Okay, then I th- I think you're you. I think you're really close to the like low to no risk. You might want to have ten to twenty percent of this money in a globally diversified equity product like the Vanguard Total World Stock Index. However, for the rest of it, just to get you, there are two ways to go. You could go with something like BND, the Vanguard Total Bond Market Index, for the 80%, but that will fluctuate in value. And it's down 10% this year. But it's down already. See, you're buying it cheap. exactly. And it's it's yielding about 4% right now. Yeah, it's, the yields are up, okay. the price is down, but here's the thing. You're going to have to accept fluctuations if you do that in both the stocks yep. and the bonds. And and never, ever, ever, ever think about selling just because the market's down. If you can't do that, right. then you've got to stay with the stable value, either that or yeah. maybe ladder some CDs. And thank you so much for calling, Larry. We really appreciate it. We're going to move on very quickly to James. James, welcome to the show. Hi guys, how are you? Good. What's up? Good. Hey, um, I recently found myself um, in a position where I have about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash. I sold some toys around my house, and I have a Fidelity investment account through work that I've been investing in for years. I'm I'm fifty four years old, and I'm just wondering what you guys would recommend as far as investing that cash <laughs> it is We're the laughing. question it's we get that question always, all the time now how always. how in the world did you get one hundred fifty thousand dollars for some uh legos and Toys? trains and things i'm just <laughs> electric train yeah electric yeah. trains I, yeah I, I i was literally i was literally in a barn and found a bunch of pedal bikes the old cast wow. iron pedal cars and they were original about, in yeah. the box and worth a fortune yeah, they were original in the box from the '60s, and a guy came over to the house and said, "I'll take them all." And wow. so he wow. had, uh, all right. you know, bag full of money. And so I was like, "Woohoo! Yeah, this is a good day." <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, <laughs> now no back kidding. to the most difficult question we ever get on the show, which is the one you just asked, and someone asked in a previous hour. I have money. What do I do with it? Now see, that's ending. See, that's the very end of the process. And we want to jump ahead and make that the beginning of the process because we all believe that there is a magic answer, which there is not. What do you need this money to do for you? And how much risk are you willing to actually take? How much are you willing to be scared when things don't go well for you? Yeah, I I think I'm a moderate to high risk investor and um, I'm willing to take some risk. Um, but I don't want to be foolish, if that makes sense. Right. You're not going to so, gamble. Um, We're not going to suggest gambling. Yeah, I'm not going to go to the casino and put it all on red. <laughs> no, yeah. There's always cryptocurrency um, or SPACs. There's other yeah, stuff. Um, here's, here's what I would suggest. No. Right now, because of our limited time, go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Take the risk quiz. It's right there. Take that. 
Then take a look, at because you'll know what your portfolio allocation will be. Then go down the page and look at the three funds from three groups article where we have mutual funds or ETFs that we think would make a lot of sense. And you can allocate it. The, the risk quiz will actually give you an allocation. And you can decide between how much oh, in nice. the stocks, how much in the bonds. The funds are right there. It's easy to do it's it It's so easy. It's a really easy DIY thing, Jim. I mean, James. Okay, Beautiful. No, I, I really appreciate your time. I love listening to you guys. I'll, I'll go out there uh, to that website and check it out. Cool. Now we're going to go to Jim very fast. We, Jim, we have one yeah. minute. Good afternoon. Uh, I have a quick question about Social Security. Uh, we sold a home last year, and we had um, our income tax. And, of course, it was in there, and we had all those um, taxes with it. This year, our Social Security for the two of us dropped about $450 a month. Is that going to be a one-year thing, or will that continue on? I think That's, Irma looks at it two years back. They look back. two years forget. back. I yeah, think it's two it's, I think Tom's right. Um, but, yeah, it is, it is a short-term thing. It is. You That's will correct. bounce back up. Oh. Next year. Next okay. year or the year I, after. Yeah. But you will back bounce back up. You might want to just contact uh, Social Security online as far as the Irma. I, but I honestly thought I read two years, but I'm not a tax expert. As you guys all know, we're not tax experts. <laughs> we got in trouble last time yeah, we gave tax advice. Yeah. So, so. All I'll right. Do it again. Good uh, luck. All right. You guys are great. Thanks Thank for you, your Jim. help. Thank you, Jim. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jim. Wow, we got through Shirley. That was Larry, the lightning James, round. Jim. Wow. Boom. And we bing, did it before bang, the music boom, came bada up bada even. Yeah, well done. Sir. Now remember, well you you indeed. have questions. You can call us twenty four seven. Just call anytime eight five five nine three five talk, or go to talkingrealmoney.com where you can find all the other cool stuff, and you can also record or type your questions there. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Um, I got some money and. It just came in, and I don't know what to do with it. Can I call you on Saturday and talk to you about it? I love that question. We get it so often, but here's the thing: what you got to have a plan. If you have a, if I came into a lot of money, I'd already be able to say it goes here, here, and here because I because have a you plan have a plan for my future. You got to have oh. the same, and you need to get it from a 100 percent pure fiduciary. Yeah, you got to get a meeting. You got to get in there. You got to get it right. Absolutely. And how and, do you do and that? It's Don? free. You just go to Talking Real Money. Oh, we hope you realize well. that the information provided on Talking Real Interrupted. Money is for informational, educational, <laughs> and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary, investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future. Will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.